grab the bag and slap it. <laughs> you're taking a wine bag from a box of wine and you're passing it around, and that's a drinking game. <laughs> that's a drinking game. And then everyone just takes their uh, their like as much as they. Well, I don't understand what's called. The, slap the bag. That's what it's called. Slap the bag. Slap it. What's the? Is there any utility to slapping the bag, or is it just? No, it's just for fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's, we are live. Actually, are we live? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians, shitty box wine, and the line corporate media. That's Jesse and me. T- Jesse drops us right on. Well, actually, it was you, you that dropped it on. Yeah, me. so I'll take you. No, no, let's, let's wait. Let's wait okay. until into okay. the show, because we got some important stuff to discuss. Very interesting thing that came up right before we went live. Hey, listen, it's a hang, right? Who cares? It doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jake Duesenberg. We are broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota. We couldn't do this show if you guys didn't tune in, so we really appreciate the audience that both watches live. You know, the Tuckers, the K-Walls, the T-Walls, the Patriot Carla Nelsons of the world. Who am I forgetting? Napkin Nader. Who am I, help me out, guys. Who am I forgetting? Some I'm of our great, great people. Said Debbie commented. There Brad Ganser. What's that? Debbie Z. Debbie Z, thank you for tuning in. Let us know where you're watching from. We couldn't do this without you guys. Uh, based in Minnesota. I like that one. That one's good. Mm-hmm. Bad Hat Harry. There we go. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to be part of the program, go ahead and comment in the Rumble section. We might get over to YouTube as well. Uh, if you for sure want to be heard on this program, you can interrupt us at any time. Just $10 or more on a Rumble rant. If you do like a $50 Rumble rant, you pretty much bought the show, okay? Because that's like an ad placement, right? Isn't that that's yeah. basically a $50 ad placement in the show? There you go. Anyone, this is it. If you want to plug your business, $50 Rumble rant. <laughs> What a great deal that is. Mm. Or anything that you want to plug. Or you could say you don't like Jake's hair. That could be another one, right? Or you think uh, the real Matt Walsh is better than the blonde Matt Walsh. So speaking of... Speaking of which... <laughs> well, it looks like that. Look at that. Bad Hat Harry is now a monthly supporter. Oh, right make our screen. So thank you very much, Bad Hat Harry. Look very at that. Nice. Bringing people to the Truth Hurts show. Which is unlike any other show out there in Minnesota, at least... I think we're more upper greater Midwest, right, at this point. Uh, we just had Wisconsin on the show last week, or this mm-hmm. last Tuesday. Good show, if you haven't seen it. Um, I don't want to say we've taken over the nation. There's no way. There's really <laughs> good shows out there. We're right? getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, Baby Walsh, Mr. Uh, Straight Lace himself, William Beck, reading your comments today. How are you doing there, William? Good. I got big shoes to fill with Bridget being gone, but I'll do my best. Kind of small, actually. How dare you Very say that? Tiny shoes, She's got yeah. tiny <laughs> shoes. She does not have big feet. That was such a weird thing to say. <laughs> Just kidding. I understood shoes. the metaphor. <laughs> and telling you why Donald Trump's always right and playing 4D chess is none other than Maga Jesse. How you doing there, buddy? Yep, doing good. I got my Perry Johnson shirt on. He's my number two guy behind Donald Trump. I think the RNC is going to unfairly exclude him from the debate, so I just had to give him some support. <laughs> I think most people are like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Running the dials as usual is Deep State Dawson, who used to work for the CIA. And uh, we say used to, right? Quotation marks. Yeah, quote used to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Tucker, good to see you there. Uh, Brad Ganser, good to see you there. Let us know that you're watching and where you're watching from today on the Tucker, comment section. Tucker, do you not know who Matt Walsh is? Or are you talking about Bridget? He said who? I don't know. Uh, see, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Perry see, Johnson. Perry Johnson. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. my point. No one knows who that he's is. He's actually he's actually my second choice, too. Second yeah. or third. I, I, I threw him a buck so he'd get on the debate stage. Are you saying <laughs> that DeSantis first and Trump? Where's Trump ranking your... 
<sighs> you believe he doesn't like Trump? Trump's not his number two? Right. Yeah, well, Trump might be, but Trump probably is my number two or number one, depending on the day. You know what I, I genuinely do go back and forth at this point. I haven't worn my DeSantis hat in forever. In a pre-show, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, everyone's turning against him. In a pre-show, we're kind of talking like how Trump is, it's it's like we're dating Trump, right? It's like uh, if you think going back to back to the day, you know, for us old married men, right, William? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like the girl that you had. It was like not so obvious. Like you liked her, but she had this problem. That's what Trump is to me right now, right? Like at some point, I'm like, he screwed this up, and he didn't drain the swamp, and da 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 da. And then I'm like. But the deep state hates him. Oh, man, Trump's the best. I go all over the place on this thing. All mm-hmm. we do know is that he's likely to get the nomination. I mean, he just seems to be climbing up. And next week, apparently, Georgia, that that old indictment's coming down. Yeah. You know, Trump says only one indictment away from sealing the deal. I heard it's going to be 12 <laughs> charges against him. 12, huh? Something like that. Well, why not mm-hmm. make it a baker's dozen? Right? Yeah, right. Might Let's as well throw another fake one on there. All, all of them are fake anyway. We got to get that meme going. Oh, a the, punch card. Yeah, that's oh, okay. a good one. That's this a very good go one. Viral. The Trump indictment punch card. Shoot, someone's going to steal that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, get started on it while we're, while we're live. There you go. We got <laughs> we got important things to talk about. Gas prices, why they keep going up. Will they go back down? We'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about Twitter. It was, uh, it was brought to our attention that they were fined $350 for not giving the DOJ uh, access to the Trump account. They eventually did. So, um, but they were fined three hundred fifty thousand dollars contempt of court. What's it like? Well, first of all, they're trying to get access to Trump's account, right? That, that's where mm-hmm. we are at right now, in the slow, slow decline to totalitarianism in in the United States. So, what's it like to be, um, what's it like to be targeted by a weaponized government agency? We can tell you. We got an update on our own case against the campaign finance board mm-hmm. big news crazy crazy partisan political hit job against us and then i added something i didn't talk about this in the show prep i forgot but uh uh dr Rand paul was on fox news and he was discussing how there's a smoking gun in the fauci light of congress so if we get time mm-hmm. we'll get to that too which is it's funny that that's like the last story we may may or may not get to right Actually, but I don't know anything about this one. Well, exactly. And another thing is, I don't even think Fauci's ever going to be held accountable, which is really sad. Mm-hmm. The guy's guilty of sin, right? Well, I mean, if Trump's, Trump's back, maybe uh, the grassroots have put some pressure on him to do it. Right. I see Tucker says, FBI murdered an elderly man in Idaho. I don't, or uh, Utah. I don't really want to get to that story, but maybe we'll come up. Um, just don't, don't threaten the president of the United States on social media. Very bad idea. You know, mm. and I don't want to. I don't know what the whole story is. Breaking and how news: it ended Jake up. Duesenberg endorses the murder of this man in Utah. That is not what. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's always putting words <laughs> in my mouth, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> I know it. I know it well. <laughs> uh, it does seem like they probably went to a new level, but I don't know, right? We don't. Yeah, know right. We don't know yeah. the details. Mm-hmm. Like, did he come to a house with a door pointing at a police? You don't do that. You also don't drive drive away, and cops are making a lawful stop. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be driving because gas prices are so damn high, right? There, there's the transition, transition for you. Yeah. They're so damn high. Now I got a camping trip coming up, right? Um, and it's, yeah, it's like a three hour drive. Like it, it does weigh into the discussion about 
what are the finances of this trip? Now, first of all, we're going up with another couple. They are like, well, we're just going to grab McDonald's on the way up. We all have little kids, okay? And yeah, all you health nuts out there, I get it. McDonald's, shitty, terrible food. I actually don't even eat McDonald's anymore. I can't stand McDonald's. It's mm-hmm. just disgusting. What do you have against McDonald's? Well, first of all, they still have signs up, like, come work here, we're hiring, with masked workers. Mm. That really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure they're all involved in the ESG stuff. But McDonald's is shitty food. It's just terrible. Now, their it is, fries. They taste good. The fries taste good. Oh, their burgers are awful. No, the burgers are great. Now, we can talk about the seed oils and all the fillers that they put in the food, but if you're looking for a quick bite, I think it's it's great taste. Where food, do you put cheap. it? Okay, so let's say you got all the options of fast food, okay? Mm-hmm. Five Guys is not fast food, just so you know, okay? Oh. You got to go into the restaurant, takes We talking five burgers or we talking fast food? We're talking about burgers, okay? okay. You're sticking with burgers. Where does McDonald's rank in that? I'd put them um, third or fourth if we're talking nationwide chains. Now, if you're we're talk, for we're talking about where we are right now, so in and out doesn't <laughs> count. If you if you had to go travel somewhere, where does McDonald's rank Probably in terms four. of quality in the burger? Four. Four after what? Uh, I think Wendy's and Culver's are up there. Yep. Mm. Burger King ahead of them? No, Burger King is like at the bottom, bottom of the barrel food. Okay, White Castle. A oh, White Castle's up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. higher than McDonald's. I think one tier above McDonald's, yes. I agree. <laughs> All right, great. So how on earth are you arguing for McDonald's? You just found three people, that, three different restaurants that <laughs> clearly <laughs> outweigh what's so funny. Sorry, I'm reading these comments. Tucker says, Food Network for Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bad Hat Harry says, The fries are blanched uh, and fat before quick frozen and then deep fried at the store. Yeah. I, what's blanched mean? I'm not really sure. But, you know, um, it, it is uh, definitely um, – the, the fries are definitely delicious, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not making a comment on After Effect, but I'm just looking at their burgers. I don't – the burgers are not good. Well, look, in this economy – And you just agreed with me once you started ranking them. Right. Well, in this economy, you, you need cheap food, and McDonald's is Oh, as that's cheap where I was going Yeah, before – oh, Arby's. Yeah, that's right. Actually, Arby's burgers are pretty good. I haven't tried the Arby's yeah. burgers. They, they finally said, okay, we'll do it. And they call them Wagyu uh, burgers, even though they're 50, only 51%. Which yeah, I, I don't believe that for a second. They're not actually Wagyu. Was well, it 51% you know? Wagyu? That's what they say. Or they say they're Wagyu, but they are. Fi- I think the details are 51%. I'm actually happy with that, Yeah, if that's true. They're better McDonald's burgers. The, the reason I was bringing this up is you make this trip plan. It's like McDonald's. Do you know what it costs for like a family – we're a family of five because we got a three-year-old. Isn't that funny how I just don't count them? It's like, but it's really well, how much food is he eating? It's almost like you can have a little extra fries and a little extra chicken nuggets, right? He's not quite at that whole, um, I'm going to have my uh, ha- own Happy Meal stage. He's close, though. He's got an appetite for a three-year-old. He just turned three, by the way. Um, Happy birthday. But it's like, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, born in COVID, by the way. Oof. Not conceived in COVID. Did you wear a mask when you went to the hospital? That was the first time I had to wear a mask. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, they got you there. Yeah, I'm going to go see my kid, right? I'm going to see my kid being born. I was like, so then I go into the the hospital because obviously I think you guys know I'm very anti-mask. They're useless, pointless, whatever. They get you in the hospitals, right? That's about the one where they get you because it's not like I go, well, I'm going to go down the street, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no, that wasn't an option. So 
So I go in and we get to the room and the nurse is like, hey, just so you know, in here you don't need to wear it. I was like, you rock. Oh. I didn't even make <laughs> a comment. Now, maybe she knew who I was. I doubt it. But she was just like, this is bullshit, right? So anyhow, long story short, yeah, I, that was about one of the rare times I got guilted. And then they get a checkup or something like that. And the second time I got guilted into it. I even got through airport security without a mask on <laughs> in the height of COVID. That's like, impressive. I know. That was very impressive. I flew down to Florida. It, it was, yeah. I know Mort did that too, although he got banned from Delta, I think. For doing <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, but that happened at the tail end. That was the day they stopped. Uh, That's right. It was during his flight. And he got the news on the flight that Delta gave up the policy or the FMA or however it went. And then he's like, I'm not wearing this thing. And they, they were going to ban him from flights. And they dropped that because it turns out, yeah, he was right. It was no longer enforced. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that, yeah, I see in the comments. Yeah, you, so listen, Napkinator's right. It ain't cheap. $12 a meal. And I'm old enough to remember $1 menus at McDonald's. So when I go there with my family, we're talking 40 some dollars for shitty fast food. Mm-hmm. Again, that's a bold, a bold word. But what's, what's a bold word? Well, I'm not going to say it. But shitty? Yeah. See, that's why we call them straight laced. I don't like You can't swearing. even say shitty, right? <laughs> I do have a potty mouth, I guess. Sure. Sure. My mom's watching and going, geez, Jake. <laughs> um, but uh, no, oh. it's it's a factual statement. They Tucker's on to something with the McDonald's app. I'm sorry. I'm Go ahead. I'm not going to spend too much Tucker time in say? the comment section, but you can get some really good deals. Uh, he's talking about the 29 cent Big Macs or the free fries. Very good deals. Um, Lots of deals. Great you rack deals. Up the points too. <laughs> you get free food. It's really a good deal. Yeah, the art of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Forty Trump some bucks for McDonald's. Trump that, loves that, McDonald's. That goes in mm-hmm. here. We're thirteen minutes in the show, and I even got into gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only one diet coke in. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last coke one, syrup. actually. Or coke syrup. Is that really the last coke? This is the last one. Damn, I was actually in the mood for one. I'm already. <laughs> I'm already shaking. <laughs> oh my god! What do you got on your screen there? Are you already working on your meme? Yeah. Oh, look at this. The in- Trump indictment meme. Yeah. Oh, I'm fun. glad you're working on it. I didn't want to have to get to that today. Well, we all know why prices are going up fast food. They can barely find workers. They're, cha- they're, they're paying people $15 to flip burgers, right? And they still have a hard time finding workers, right? Customer service down. It's annoying. We go up to the Moose Lake exit off the of 35. Uh, it's on the way to a lot of places we go. I mean, you're, you're going to not only commit to a 40-some dollar meal of crappy McDonald's. We'll never get McDonald's as a sponsor, but take down your damn signs wearing masks, and then we'll talk. And um, and I think you're committed to waiting like 15 minutes to get your dang food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not a good experience anymore. So, anyhow, my point is, um, yeah, I don't I, – I, I think these things come into play when you're traveling and gas prices, we're all noticing. Now, we're also commuters. You and I come from the East Metro. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesse's almost walking distance, uh, and same with Dawson. But you and I commute quite a ways into the office, right? Yeah, i got to fill up my gas tank maybe twice a week at this point. Once right. Or twice, yeah. And it's like now we're at 381. Pull up uh, gas prices here in Minnesota, uh, Dawson. There we go. That's uh, AAA, which is always keeping a mark here. 3808 is the average in Minnesota. I think we're 389 in the East Metro right now. Is that right? Do you, do you remember? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, three eighty nine down in Cottage Grove. It's like three seventy, which is nice. But scroll down there at. real quick, Dawson. They usually give you some context historically. Three. Okay, so um, the average today is three eight oh eight. We're doing better. Tad higher. Tad higher. I got the hiccups today. Sorry. Uh, tad higher uh, yesterday. We could go. Well, okay, so basically stabilize. It, it's so funny when you see that stabilized. It hasn't stabilized in the East Metro. Um, but a month ago, f- almost 40 cents cheaper, right? Now, one year ago, we all remember that uh, things were getting out of hand again, three 390, and it kind of came down. Isn't that the funny thing? It's like, um, what is that hostage condition where, like, you're, you're held hostage and you're world kind of flips upside down and then you grow custom stockholm syndrome is it i guess you could call it stockholm syndrome a little bit that's like when you sympathize with your mm-hmm. captors right mm-hmm. joe I biden guess. doesn't control the gas prices <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i'm just saying like we get accustomed to it. it's like yeah we were paying like t- under two dollars for gasoline not that long ago right so now we're like almost double that price now why yeah. is that there's a lot of reasons but let's look at Historically, let's go to the next chart. This is from EIA.gov. Uh, this is going to show. So this is more important. Let's zoom in. See that chart up there? That's going to show historic gas prices going back into the 90s. Now, gentlemen uh, and gentle ladies watching the show that were products of the 90s, you know, Brad, even older than me, I can see up there. Uh, I started driving at about 90 some cents a gallon something like that you know back in the 90s so here we are at almost quadruple that price right um if you look during the great recession of 2008 so oil prices were climbing now this was i think predictable what did they do in that time period do you guys know 2007 2008 remember what they did quantitative easing printing a ton of money right Mm -hmm. Then you see a sharp decline, that sharp decline. And I think I said this on the show, gas prices are going to continue to be high and maybe even rise. If they come down, it spells bad news. And the bad news is right there in 2009, we all know the Great Recession happened, right? Mm -hmm. So they print all this money and then eventually there's less demand for oil and less demand for gasoline, one of the byproducts or end products of oil, because there's a global recession. So um, if you look now to the far right, and remember, it never really comes down like back to the old days, mostly because we never contract that money supply. There's always that. There's always more money in the economy because they printed all this new money. And that's what you're seeing the result of. So when people think like, oh, are we going to get back to those 99 cents a gallon? No, we're never going to get down there. If we were getting down there, it's like a global depression and n- almost no one's buying oil or gas because they probably can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I also saw this the other day. Um, car loans, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Defaults are going up big time. Mm-hmm. There are more people tapping into their 401ks. It's like up by 35% over a year ago. So like a 35% incline in people tapping into their 401ks for emergency funds. Consumer debt now, actually, sorry, credit card debt. Consumer credit card debt over a trillion dollars first time ever. Yeah, I want to. S- I remember looking at the average and it was something insane. What do you mean average? Average long term or what? The average credit card debt uh, in twenty twenty three. 
Well, you know, I think I also just read this that you can. Um, there was an old story about the average person can't afford a six hundred dollar unexpected bill. It's now like four hundred fifty dollars, and that's back up to like sixty percent of Americans. Right. We find that article. I think it's like sixty-two percent of Americans can't afford four hundred fifty dollar unplanned expense. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. Now, here's what they're saying. This is what the uh, experts are saying that it's a destocking issue. So there's interest rates going up. And so the cost of money has gone up. So in other words, people aren't buying up supplies of oil, whether that's a refinery or speculators, because it costs too much to borrow the money to keep onto that oil, right? And so that, and then what is the other thing that they're saying? Uh, um, the heat, pri- the, the heat, um, the hot, hot temperatures this summer, Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, whenever I see that now, I'm just waiting for them to connect it to climate change. And now we have to have lockdowns and and social credit score for mm-hmm. climate change. Just put that in the show notes. Okay, what? where did you put it? Uh, F12. F12? Let me pull that up, Dawson. Yeah. So those are the other two explanations, or the yeah, the two main explanations they're using. No one's really talking about the inflation. What does that say? 57% of Americans can't afford a $1,000 emergency expense. I read a different article. This is from back in January. Um, mm-hmm. Look up. Did uh, it change that much from January, you think? Yeah, but I was talking about $450, you know, 45 Yeah, I, I got a couple articles that said 1000 I can see if I can find that 450 one. I just one. read this. Whatever. It's probably different polling companies asking different questions. Either, either way, it's crazy. Of course, what I was thinking was like, 60 some percent so this would not make sense fake news right (laughs) um long story short it seems to be very true though that people can't afford to do that it's a story from uh 2019 about a 400 dollar emergency charge Mm. that's only 40 percent of americans well when i was reading it i should have uh i should have marked it the show Mm. you know does that ever happen to you like you're like Reading something that'd be good for the show, and then you just don't like. I'll remember it. <laughs> you don't. Uh, when we were doing political junkies, that happened quite a bit. Where it was like, oh, I saw this story, but I can't find it now. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? There, there was this day where you guys did political junkies. Do you remember that? <laughs> Vaguely. Yeah. Are you just sick of owning him so much that it's just not fun to do political junkies anymore? We're gonna win, win, win. There's gonna be so much winning. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I was just looking up something, though, uh, related to what we were talking about here, because I was thinking about uh, like how much about our oil reserves and how much we actually have. And, you know, some experts say that we'll have, uh, you know, if we keep the current rates of uh, the way we're buying and using oil, they say that we have, you know, 50 years left or so. I, I don't know if that's a good number or or not. But, you know, it's it's interesting that, you know, it's obvious that the price of oil is going to continually raise and it's going to go through, you know, different waves and changes and highs and lows. But considering the fact that it, you know, it's, it's a limited supply uh, and there's only so much of it, it's finite. Uh, we're going to see the prices continue to rise. Uh, and also I was thinking with, you know, all these electric vehicles that are out there now, I imagine that has some influence on why maybe a little bit of demand is down for oil. But, uh, you know, as we were talking about before the show that, you know, you were saying it's the oil refineries where the demand is low and uh, maybe it has something to do with the weather. Maybe it has something to do with how warm it is and maybe there is some safety hazards with it. But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's uh, especially with Joe Biden, 
uh, you know, less drilling and whatnot. So I'm not saying there's demand's a lot of low. I'm saying demand's high or mm-hmm. relatively stable. Right. It's the supply that's going down. Yeah. So that wouldn't make sense there with electric vehicles, other than mm-hmm. major shifts in the economy, which is obviously happening, government policies to try mm-hmm. to encourage us. We just wrote a story, didn't we, about electric buses now? What's that yeah. About? Yeah, the state's going to be expanding their funds for uh, electric buses in school districts, or grants, I think it is. I think they're earmarking three million bucks. We'll see how that goes on those minus twenty days. Let's get into this story here on Twitter. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> Jack Smith. I mean, if you were to make a villain prosecutor, like you're like, let's let's find the guy to cast as this villain prosecutor. That's who it is. It's Jack Smith, right? So he goes and he asked Twitter, and I think this is going back to Jul- January. We're just finding out about the story, by the way. But I think it goes back to January. Let me pull this up on my computer. I don't know why I'm having trouble. Um, Twitter fined 350000 failing to produce Trump account info in 2020 election probe. Now, just think about this here for a second. Yeah, they, they sought a warrant back in January 2023. Think about this. They go after, and this is before formal charges, right? Mm-hmm. They go after Donald Trump on a witch hunt. On something that's so ridiculous, right? Of all the charges against him, this is the most ridiculous one. He's First of all, he's the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. So you're charging the president of the United States and something that he didn't actually get convicted by the Senate. He was impeached, but he wasn't convicted by the Senate. So now they're going after him on this one. And uh, he is a leading candidate for president of the United States. So the weaponized DOJ now can go after and get the private data of a leading candidate? I mean, hello, that's mm-hmm. a big problem. Twitter, the platform now known as X, was fined $350,000 after being held in contempt for failing to provide timely access to former President Trump's account, as ordered by the court according to a newly unsealed court filing. The fine was imposed after special counsel Jack Smith secured a search warrant of the account in connection with Trump's efforts to remain in power after losing the 2020 election. His office sought the warrant in January of 2023. The social media company did not fully produce the requested information to Smith until three days after a court order deadline, according to the filing. The company did ultimately comply with the court's order. So before you go crowning Elon Musk as some hero, they ended up providing it. Now this, if I'm remembering right, Musk bought Twitter in December, right? Uh, It was somewhere because we started our Twitter account. In December, and I think it was pretty quickly after. It was either November, December. Tw- I think it might have been November, but let me let me double check that. You would imagine it was after the election. October twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Okay, all right. So relatively new in his time at Twitter, he's already getting this request. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no random request. You know, first of all, I think you shouldn't give anyone's information out to the DOJ. It kind of sucks that courts go along with it. But certainly not a presidential candidate. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's not cryptic. Now, I'm wondering, Jesse, maybe you know, does he actually have something juicy and something that they could take from a Twitter direct messages? Like, I, I'm, I'm confused on this. Is he yeah. really communicating, giving them something of – Ev- some good evidence on his Twitter account? No, and that, that's the problem. We, we don't even know what they're what they're looking for. They they don't have any reason to be digging into the Twitter. They don't have any reason to, uh, you know, be uh, you know, getting into his account. There's no specific evidence that they're looking for. It's a fishing expedition. They're hoping for anything they can find. And uh, you're right that you know, do we think that Trump is DMing with people on Twitter? I'm sure that you know, maybe some people send him messages. I'm not even sure if 
he accepted DMs on there, but you know, if there was, I'm sure it's just a bunch of random people sending stuff. But you know, Trump's not involved with that. But you know, I, I don't even know what Jack Smith would be trying to find on here. Uh, the tweets that Trump put out there are still out there, unless they were deleted by Twitter. And it's really disappointing to see that Elon Musk is, uh, you know, totally weak and that he's going to cave <laughs> to the feds on whatever he's told to do. That he's going to hand over all this information. And, uh, yeah, it, it raises my skepticism for Elon. Well, what's so funny? You, you got to put this up. What's what's that? Oh, you got it. He's got the meme. You already got the meme? Yeah. It's I, very good. I work God, is that why we kept having disruptions on our what do you mean live feed? What is this? What disruption? Sorry. I, I'm supposed. We're supposed to look at this little screen here and see it. I'll I'll get it up. Just All right, give geez. me time. William, will you download that picture and email it to me? Oh yeah, that works. <laughs> also, um, we can hear your mouse clicks. So good. Don't use your mouse. Yeah, well, who uses a mouse anyhow on a laptop? Actually, uh, if I went to your office right now, would I find a mouse? On my laptop? No. He has a desktop. I oh. got both. I use both. I'm, I'm like this. Well, who? Nobody likes doing the. I you can't do it see all what the I'm time. Doing well, here, that's why I have an Apple. Apple is like smoother. Actually, I have no what? idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But I, I use it. Yeah, I do the mouse all the time. I don't know. It just it pro inhib inhibits my productivity. Well, we wouldn't want to do that now, would we? Well, considering I work here, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? Or do I? <laughs> well, let's talk about that campaign finance board complaint. That right. was a smooth transition. Yeah, well, you know, that's what they say. That's my middle name. Here is the deal about weaponized government agencies. Are you really messing with our live feed over there? Dude, you're the only one that can see that. Oh, yeah, I have no idea like, what okay, you're talking like, about. I'm looking at the screen. I see it pop off to something different. No. So, uh, no, they're not seeing it. Okay, good. Just want to square that away. Uh, Yesterday... Um, so if you're not following the story, campaign finance board, well, let me step back even further. The rhino establishment. Okay. We're not even talking about the Democrats here. We're talking about the rhino establishment. They, uh, they gather these ridiculous complaints against us, all fabricated, not true at all. They get this Democrat law firm to sign on to them, write 10, 20 pages with exhibits. And they submit this to the campaign finance board. Now, you would imagine the campaign finance board, legitimate function, make sure that people are following the rules for elections, all that kind of stuff. We have nothing to do with the campaign finance. We're not even regulated by these people, right? We're not an election group. But somehow we're now being investigated twice by the campaign finance board because the rhino establishment comes up with these false complaints about us, submits them with a law firm, and then apparently the campaign finance board, which are walls appointed people are like, we're going to help them out and investigate these people and make, try to make our life a living hell. Not really effective at that, but try to make us waste resources and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe ultimately to destroy us. I don't know. Good luck on that one. So the first case, which actually goes back to like a year ago, like May of 2022, the investigator that's assigned it. Now you can imagine they have, these walls appointed board members, they meet once a month. They all have jobs and stuff like that. They're not professionals. They just get appointed. They're political appointees. So they show up once a month for a board meeting. Other than that, they have people that work full time. They're professionals. They're, let's see, law lawyers. I think they all are lawyers. I want to say they all have law degrees. So they're their full time professionals. They get assigned the job of looking into these complaints, right? The first complaint against us, 
The guy looks at it and he concludes no violation, right? Do we have the article? I want to pull this up here real quick. We, I just want to Don't show the check. top part of it. Oh, yeah. Don't show the top. The, that, that was the only the thing that I was right? worried about. The headline? Or well, the not too. the headline, but the image. I will scroll past. I'm going to run that by the lawyer before I send that one out. <laughs> this I can show. Okay, scroll down a little bit. This is the uh, court order. No, I'm sorry. This is the draft probable cause uh, um, letter by the full-time professional. And you see how he says, no, no violation occurred, is dismissed, is dismissed, dismissed. All it needs is a signature from the chairman or from the board. So this is the recommendation. That's the recommendation at the board meeting. This is a full-time guy. You would think the guy that knows the most about it. What do they do? They ignore his recommendation, their full-time employee, and go investigate them. And then all of a sudden they're asking questions they shouldn't be asking, and now we had to go to court with these guys. It's ridiculous. It's still ongoing. Ridiculous. Yeah, to be clear, this is like an extrajudicial body that for some reason has the ability to make your life a living hell. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's almost like, uh, let me think of a good, imagine you're in the business of dental work and the, and the, um, FEC, let me, let me give a great, better example. The SEC, Securities Exchange Commission, which basically is a regulator for financial firms. Let's imagine you're in the dental business and the SEC is trying to regulate you, right? That's kind of what it's like. We, we have nothing to do. We're not regulated. We didn't have submitted these guys, but they're going over and they're investigating someone that they shouldn't be investigating. Was the dental one intentional? or? Is it? I know. I thought <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right, pull that back up. So, and I'm just going to show you how this is partisan. So this was like July last year. Scroll down. So then the chairman of the GOP, and we've talked about this on the show, David Han, says, we welcome the CFB's findings. He, he, he sends us an email to all the Republican state of Minnesota. We welcome the CFB's finding and applaud the House Republican Campaign Committee for speaking out against Action for Liberty. Action for Liberty has adopted his mission to defeat Republicans. Not true. Not true at all. What a liar. And disrupt Minnesota GOP conventions, parades, and other political activities in an effort to intimidate the public. What the hell's he even talking about? Yeah, I don't even know. That's that one's a, a crazy to... one. This guy's loony. So, and then they are not committed to Republican principles and do not believe. So, once again, lying sack of crap. Now, he acts like, oh, I had nothing to do with this. You see there is the CFB's, um, the Republican Party CFB account. And you can see they paid for legal services with the DFL law firm. J Jacobson, Magnuson, Anderson, and Halloran, basically a Democrat law firm. They hired these guys right in that time frame where this complaint was made against us. What are those legal services for? Don't know. And by the way, Republican Party also stiffened them on about $28,000 on unpaid bills. You see that? All right. So then they there's a new complaint. Now, this originated uh, from the Republicans in the Senate. They go and they, and this one's really ridiculous. They alleged that I paid, or uh, Action for Liberty paid, paid William Beck to go work for a campaign. It's not true at all. One, not, not a single bit of that true. So they started investigating. We were shocked. They're like, we're going to investigate this. They got no proof, but they're going to investigate it. By the way, I did work for a campaign, but I actually ceased working for, a, a, or excuse me, I ceased having a contract with Action for Liberty at the time. Wouldn't even matter. You, yeah. Even if even if we had a contract with you to come on a show, do social, wouldn't matter because we didn't, right. we could do that, which is actually really interesting because it's like, are they trying to stop 
uh, groups like us from even working with anyone. Like they want to hamper us. That could be another thing to try to get out of it. So here you go. This uh, investigator, different person, another staff member, investigates it. She just found and let us know a week ago that her conclusion was no violation occurred. See, complaint is dismissed. Again, another case. We're like, yes, we won these two cases. Guess what? Just yesterday, we find out the campaign finance board, the political appointees by Governor Walls, ignored their staff member again. Never happened before. Ignored staff members twice against one organization and said, investigate them more. So, you know, I look at this Trump stuff, and that's all I got there, Dawson. I look at this Trump stuff. I don't know. Like, uh, once again, Trump is like that girl in college that you kind of like, and then you see all the faults. You're going back and forth. And I'm like, is he guilty? Is he not guilty? But I can see what they're doing against Donald Trump. And it's very problematic just because he is a leading candidate for president to go after a political opponent. But it's like, I see this. I know what these guys are doing. They are weaponizing government. And I don't think this is going in a good direction for our country. Like, I don't know if we're going to get out of this thing. We also witnessed just, you know, on Tuesday, we had a guy on the show and the pastor, his pastor, arrested for reading a Bible in the public square, mm -hmm. right? And Gabe Wrench, we had on, what was that, last Thursday? Did we have mm -hmm. Gabe on Thursday? I think it was. Yeah. Arrested during COVID for not being... Was it for not being six feet apart from other people like you? Right. <laughs> like right. they make up this stuff. I mean, this is not a good direction for a country. But when it's happening to the president of the United States, we got a real, real problem. Sorry, the mm -hmm. leading candidate for president of the United States. And future yeah. president of the United States. Maybe future again. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You were telling me that uh, Joe Manchin is really talking about running as a no labels party presidential candidate, right? Yeah, The Hill just did a story about this today. I mean, everyone knows that Joe Manchin doesn't exactly get along with his party. But in recent months, he's really been publicly flirting with the idea of running third party for president and potentially being a spoiler for Joe Biden. I mean, polls show that if Joe Manchin ran, he would essentially hand the election to Donald Trump in these swing states like Michigan and Arizona. Mm -hmm. Well, and so, it'd be it'd be close. You know, he would also take away some Republican votes. That's that's for sure. You know, the, the rhinos are going to vote for Joe Manchin. The people that hate Trump. Well, the rhinos uh, aren't going to vote for Trump anyway. So it's a, some of them will. Some of them won't. Uh, you know, but I, I agree with you that I think it would hurt Joe Biden a little bit more than it would hurt Trump if Joe Manchin were running. He just did a town hall with uh, Utah Governor John Huntsman or former Utah Governor John Huntsman, New Hampshire. Uh, they're doing a lot of bit, a lot of talking about it. Uh, Considering the grifters that run uh, the No Labels Party and the No Labels Movement, I got a feeling they're going to back out and they're going to endorse Joe Biden, essentially, uh, because the founder of the group, he's going on all these news channels saying the goal of our organization is to uh, defeat Trump. It's not to defeat Trump and Biden. They, they're exclusively focused on Trump. And so, you know, we'll see what goes on with that. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting. I hope Joe Manchin gets in. Because, like you're saying, I think it's gonna gonna help the Republicans, but mm -hmm. we'll see. Yeah. There, there was this um, third party potential in Minnesota. I'm, the name slipped my mind. Someone from the media. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, what yeah. What was the guy's name? That WCCO guy, right? Mm. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And they thought he was gonna this, run with the forward party. Right. Thought this would be a big spoiler. Yeah. And it just didn't uh, happen. I think it's. Well, let me ask you I guys they, this question. What? I'm seeing more talk about Dean Phillips. What the hell is going on here? Like, is he? I have a hard time believing this guy's really going rogue on the Democrats. Mm -hmm. No, He's I, not a conservative. Like, like we were talking about Corey before, no, I think that Dean Phillips is yeah. just trying to uh, get his name in there. I think that a lot of the Democrats kind of understand that uh, Joe Biden might not be the nominee. 
it might become a free-for-all by the end of the primary towards the convention because Democrats are going to have to choose their nominee by then. So I, I think that he's trying to get a head start and uh, just getting his name out there further so that well, he can be in a contention. I don't think he wants to do it. I think mm-hmm. he wants to encourage other people because, like, Well, he said what he's well-positioned to run, not well-positioned to win. That's what he said before. Right. Well, if he thinks that he'd be a good president, but, like, it's just so random. Why him? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, he's been critical of Biden just for the age stuff and some yeah. other things. But, yeah, and I think that's really his only concern. I think that, you know, on policy, him and Joe Biden are basically on the exact same page. Well, and he was just saying how Kamala Harris is so great the other day, too. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, he comes off as a moderate. He's probably more appealing to the average person than Biden. But yeah. Age is really his main issue, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he's being nice and saying that stuff about Biden and Kamala because he has to. You have to if you want to be able to win over these Democrats. True. You know, the Democrat Party, whether we understand it or not, they still like Joe Biden. Well, that's why uh, Vivek's doing well in the Republican primary because he's mm-hmm. not attacking Trump. He's kind of saying, hey, Trump was great, and I'm my own thing at the same time. Yeah, so I, right. Ellen yeah. Omar, it's quote it's irresponsible to have a candidate who could possibly guarantee donald trump's re-election and destroy any path to progress with the threat of second trump presidency we need to be unified behind president biden vice president harris and celebrate <laughs> our accomplishments as, as democrats this is tim walls congressman phillips is a good congressman i appreciate him he's a friend of mine president biden's our nominee he's the president he's going to win i think all of us should just stay in our lanes do our work and things will work out well even Betty McCollum says Phillips is a valued colleague and friend, but my focus is squarely on reelecting President Biden, taking back a Democrat majority in the U.S. House. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think it's funny they didn't get a quote from uh, uh, Angie Craig in that thing. Yeah, I, I saw the thing you're talking and about. I thought, and I thought tweet. I thought they had I thought somewhere I saw also uh, Keith Ellison weighing in on it too. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all on board with Biden, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing about the Democrats: it's not grassroots Democrats. So what the hell is Dean Phillips doing here? That's what I, is it, are, are they like, all right, Dean, yeah, we, we know you're trying to build up your profile a little bit and then come across as a moderate in your district because your district's mm-hmm. not that far left-leaning. Is that what's going on? Is it as simple as that? I mean, this guy couldn't be generally doing this. I mean, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's get, it gets us talking because there's no other news in Minnesota right now. Like, right? Like, Minnesota's... Like, everyone's taking a break from politics, it appears, like, the last couple of weeks, right? Well, even the politicians are taking a break from politics, which is why we, <laughs> we don't have any news to talk about. <laughs> Some of you guys complain that we Come don't on. talk enough about Minnesota stuff, but, like, we do our best to talk about Minnesota stuff. It's just, right. like, there's there's a lot more going on in the national environment right now. It's at least been a month since a uh, state legislator has chugged a bottle of vodka in a parking lot. <sighs> has it been a month store. already? Uh, <laughs> just got charged for that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I can't help it. Can't mm-hmm. force the news, right? Or can we? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're going to use that against you. And yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to get my Twitter account. Yep. Yep. Oh, they're going to subpoena yeah. you. I never really used my Twitter account. I wonder what would even be in there. Oh, they'd probably subpoena the April account. Yeah. Which you should all go follow, by the way. Would you ever chug a bottle uh, or a, a box of wine? <laughs> not, not in a liquor store parking lot <laughs> you know at a party or something maybe what you know, if the party was in the liquor store parking lot that's a tough one i, I can't imagine that's the best place for a party and also yeah why are why? you there yeah restocking right there <laughs> yeah i guess maybe. so the um 
the reason we're talking about this, as some of you guys uh, heard this coming into the show, but um, I'm, I'm going to a dinner party. And I was asking, like, what's a good bottle of wine to bring? Well, let's go. So let's talk about that. What is the give us the without telling us the names of the people like give us the set up the dinner party for us. Well, I don't know how much personal information I want to reveal. No, not, no personal information. Just give us demographics, all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's literally just a family. What kind of family? Like big family? Well, it's it's for my no, it's just the the wife and husband and then their kids are not going to drink obviously, but Okay. Not um, obviously. I come from Wisconsin originally. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're young, they're young kids. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're going over it's just you. Well, you well, I guess you are married now. I was going to say just you. That's weird. So no, you but and your she's wife. Uh, No, no, she's out of town. She's on a work trip. So right you're now. just going Well, it's it's with my uh, other employer. Yeah, I know, but you just are going over to the house solo. Yes. Well, that's awkward. That's not okay, uh, how's that a dinner party. That doesn't even sound like a dinner well, what, party. What would I call that otherwise? I'm like, going over to someone's house. Are you nervous about this? No. Okay. I just want to know what bottle of wine I should buy. Okay. So, and you, what is your budget? I don't know, thirty bucks probably. You just went up ten bucks. Wow, inflation. Well, why'd you ask me the question? I was, the I was, because the audience didn't know that. You said twenty dollars <laughs> before we went on air. Like we were talking about this right before we went on air, and you just went up thirty dollars. Look how bad inflation is right there. Mm-hmm. You know. That's like two thirds of a meal at McDonald's right now. Thirty dollar bottle of wine. All right, thirty dollar <laughs> bottle of wine. And I, and you were looking for recommendations. What did you suggest, Jesse? Yeah, I said get a box of wine. It's cheap. It's effective. And uh, you know, I was saying that every single wine tastes the exact same unless it's like a top tier one. Everything from you know, fifty dollars on down, it all tastes the same. <laughs> so actually, if I were going over to one of my buddies' houses, like I would totally bring a box of wine. Mm-hmm. But this is. I'm not going to – presentation-wise, it doesn't look great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. my God. I want you to bring a box of wine just so we can see the reactions. Oh, okay. Because the the wife's going to be very nice, right? I assume the wife is – so the guy is the other uh, – the guy that's employing you. Is that right? Yes. Okay, yeah. so the wife's going to be super nice. It's going to be like that Michael Scott you know, scene where he goes to uh, Dave Walsh's about, house. This will be great for cooking. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, was I wasn't talking about, about the dinner party. Oh, okay. One of the greatest episodes ever. But <laughs> no, like David Wallace's wife, I think, do I, you watch the show more recent than us, Dawson. Yeah. Doesn't he bring over like potato salad that was sitting in the car and she's just like smiling and being nice. So, well, thank you for bringing this. And like, uh, we're not going to put that out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe I'm totally forgetting it, but that's my that's what I was thinking is like she's gonna be so nice, but she's gonna be like, This cheap ass bought a brought a box of wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it looks like we got some uh suggestions okay. in the comments here. So Glenn says I like <laughs> Mad to- Dog twenty twenty. <laughs> that that's that's a uh, that's quite the suggestion. Mad Dog twenty I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> oh really? Is that a wine? Yeah, no, it's it's a type of wine. It's like it's kinda like if you were to be somewhere in between wine and a four loco. That's what Mad Dog is. <laughs> well, so first of all, I didn't even know they made Four Locos. So this is like caffeinated wine. Is that what I'm understanding? It's kind of like that, yeah. No, okay. And, and, yeah, no, I, I had my fair share of them in college in 2020. And these are still, like, oh, they still yeah. make these? Oh, yeah. Because you never see Four Locos anymore. Yeah. By not- the way, William, I, I'm going to do you a solid. I actually rate, I got a Google sheet. You can't have access to it. But I rate, <laughs> my wife and I rate wines. Okay. We're not like sommeliers. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. We just know what we like. And so, but we like to be in that 
10 to $20 range. Oh, sure. So we rate it and just to see what we like. So, because otherwise what you do is you go to the store and you can't really remember. What were you going to say, Dawson? No, I just think that it's funny that that's the kind of hobby I get to look forward to doing when I get old. Oh. You could do it now if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah I, I also well, you want to throw the so old joke in there. I, I See, I'm I I'm the youngest one here, and yeah, I'm the one like looking to buy, go out and buy <laughs> yeah. a bottle of William's wine. William's the youngest one here. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. It's weird to me. I know. I know. You all seem like children Twenty-five dollar bottle of wine. Glenn Cotton <laughs> says Marquette grape genetic. I don't know what the brand is on that one. I lost it. Yeah. So, I was I was gonna ask about Glenn's comment am i able to buy that from a regular store or do i have to go to like a special u of m orchard yeah or don't don't waste his time okay enough <laughs> wow gee no but i'm serious <laughs> if he's got to go like halfway across the city what can you go get at total wine just down the street or yeah because or, i'm going after work today it's, yeah exactly um, so oh this tonight it's tonight yeah. gotcha get seagram's um <laughs> <laughs> get phillips phillips vodka <laughs> seagram's is straight up one of my favorites definitely Hmm. Uh, Bogle, I saw was mentioned. It didn't get good ratings. It got an average 6.6 between me and the wife on our rating. But that was a Merlot, not a Yo, red. Wait, wait, wait. 6.6? Yeah. That's, You're like, um, that's the show Portland. today. What? 66. Oh, hey. Oh. Yeah, there so you, you go. Use so that's that. the wine. Wow, What's amazing. the name of the wine? Uh, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Here I am trying to throw entertainment value into our show and liven it up. That's entertainment value? Oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty entertained this? by this conversation. You're I don't know. People subject. are chiming in. What was the conspiracy we were talking about before? We were mm. going down a path of conspiracy, or was that a different conversation I had with someone else in my head? <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you're what watching Jake lose talk? it live. Didn't we have on a conspiracy air? talk earlier? Do I not remember this right? Was it the COVID thing? We talked about the COVID thing. COVID yeah, stuff. yeah, it was about COVID. Oh, the origins of COVID. Like whether or not, or the lockdowns rather, like whether or oh, not. Oh, climate was... change lockdown. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dawson, Dawson didn't really see things the way we did, right? Uh, all right, so let's see here. Uh, you know what? I think here's what we do. If you feel really compelled that you got the right bottle of wine, first person to do a $10. Um, yeah, I'll Rumble buy rant. whatever, whatever wine buy you what? suggest. Holy shit, that's really funny. <laughs> $10 Rumble Rant, whatever you put on there, it's got to be under $30. And available at Total Wine and more. Yeah, he will buy. There you go. Yep. And, and give it to I could see that either being you really feel compelled that you got the right wine <laughs> or you want to mess with him. Mm-hmm. Are you going to agree to the terms where you actually have to bring it to the dinner party? I will. I will send a picture of does, me does, buying does the Does this new employer know what you do, like do the show? Because it could be a good topic. Of I don't think they. I don't think they know about the show. They know loosely what I do, though. Would they? Do you? I mean, obviously you're going to know this person, but would they at least appreciate the humor that? Listen, I brought this up on the show. Jesse said a box of wine. <laughs> Someone's going to pay Jesse. Look, Jesse's on his phone right now, getting a ten dollar for the box of wine. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Uh, <laughs> That would they appreciate the humor of that? I think they would. Okay, there you go. Especially if I could go back and point and like here, here's the, <laughs> here's the segment. Oh no, there you go. What do we got? Louis Jadot Bujolet. Bujolet. Bujolets are good, actually. Thank and you, man. It's going to cost Harry. you thirty bucks, probably. I um. Okay, oh, so a yeah, bouge- this looks like a good bottle of wine. A Beaujolais is uh, a specific kind of wine in France. Look at me. Look how sophisticated I sound right now. Isn't mm-hmm. this great? The only reason I know this is there's a 
good friend that I have, and that's their wine, right? So uh, I think you're going to spend $20, $30 on that, and that's going to be very unique. Bad Hat Harry, well done. Okay, you, you I was hoping me. for the joking route on that you one. You scared me. Thank you. That, yeah. I was really hoping for, like, the <laughs> box of wine, Phillips vodka. People got it so much fun. I was getting really uh, 32 close. ounce Gatorade. I was going really close to throwing in the the fireball. The, the fireball. Yeah. That fireball. Been. That would have been great. Oh, but bad Ed Harry, you saved him. Total yeah, wine, actually, $14. this is a, That's not bad. Oh, the one I'm looking at, 16. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, it's cheap. There you go. Very good. Very good recommendation. Very good. I don't Very have good. it rated, but I imagine he's correct. Okay, William, are you satisfied now that you've got the response to that question? I am satisfied. I will, maybe next show I can show a picture of me buying the wine. If it was a joke wine, it would be a better bit, I guess. It would have been a much better bit. Yeah. God, that would have been so fun. But I'm actually thankful for this wine because I, I, don't, I don't know um, the gentleman too well yet, so I'm like, pulling out a joke wine for <laughs> dinner. This family might not be the yeah. best. <laughs> it looks like uh, Joe Biden is live talking right now about uh delivers remarks on the one year something around. pull it up let's see what's going on here it's the so hang it, just in it. case you guys want actual news yeah well we are a news show i don't know why we start talking about wine so much here oh it hasn't started yet the one anniversary of the pact act i can't even remember what the hell the pact act is yeah what was the pact act i mean that's the thing look this up one of you guys what is the pact Got act it. I'm it's some bullshit. Oh, that's right. So, see, so going back to the story about the guy that was shot. So he was from Utah, and this is the Biden's in town, right? Salt Lake, Utah. It expands VA healthcare and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances. Oh, what's wrong with that? My grandpa's a part of that, I think. I never said there was something wrong with it. You said it was some BS thing. Oh, well, every, every yeah, every bill is BS, you know, to yeah. some extent. Who knows what's really hidden in, in you know, all yeah, the I all suppose. the lines of this thing. I'm sure it's terrible bill. What are you trying to pin on me? Like, <laughs> well, no, you're just I might like, be a victim of that. I don't know. You're just talking trash about this bill. I know. What's even... Biden? That's what I do. I don't feel like he's going <laughs> to sign something good, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look at the bill, but that is an issue by the way, burn pits, you know, the trash that they burn over. Oh god. Hmm. I'll tell you what. Iraq wasn't as bad smelling as Kosovo. Kosovo had just a stench. It's almost as if it's like that Canadian wildflower stench. Oh, you know, gross. always had a stench. There's like places in Kosovo, and this is where I was like part of NATO, which I could go on a long diatribe about that. But it's like a gorgeous landscape, void of animals because they shot them all up, and these rivers that were just trashed. That's like what happens when uh, uh, communism fails, right? An old Soviet system fails and then you just get these nations that have to be rebuilt it's so sad um but yeah in iraq i remember god i remember them burning i remember i don't i remember this big uh well this was actually natural gas they were burning off natural gas like uh a couple miles from base or something like that and it was just an expensive blow up but that was part of the they couldn't harness this stuff the other thing that was interesting about iraq when i was there was there was a uh we were close to the Um Kasser port and the port used to have like seven oil tankers that could be in there. I think there was only one that was available, right? So there's so much more oil going to back what you were saying at the beginning of this thing. The, I remember back in the day, and this is like the nineties, maybe early two thousands. We were supposedly running out of oil. It was like 90 years left at best case scenario. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Yeah. 
we found so many new things. Of course, everyone knows about the shale rock formations and this tar sand up in Canada. But it's just there's so much more oil than we even anticipated. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is finite, but it seems like we're not going to run out of it for hundreds of years. Yeah. Bad Ed Harry, I was, among other things, the field sanitation NCO for my last company. Interesting. Mm. Thanks for your service, Bad Ed Harry. So there you go. Field sanitation. You know, they used to burn shit over in um, Vietnam. Hmm. Like, that was the average job. You know, nowadays in the military, like, everything is subcontracted out. Even, like, base security. People don't know that. Mm -hmm. We don't even hardly... We don't even really have soldiers in a lot of our gates, at least the bigger uh, fobs and bases overseas. It's contracted out to like foreign nationals. Isn't that what the movie War Dogs was about? Jonah Hill? Yeah. I don't know if I saw that movie. It's good. Yeah, is I it? saw it some years back. I thought it was good. Yeah, Tucker says oil is renewable. That's true. It is very renewable, mm -hmm. just very slow to do it. Mm -hmm. Wait, does that count for the uh, renewable by 2040? <laughs> oh man what else we got to talk about here should we go to this fauci thing pull up the clip on smoking gun fauci lied to congress this was on fox news today oh sorry this, what's that do you have it start i've been a silly goose this thing is finished being live oh oh well once again i don't know if this really mattered it, it looks like he also talks about the hawaii fires uh and at their initiatives to help veterans. So I don't know. Well, does he uh, fall or trip or anything like that? Does he stumble over his words? It doesn't say anywhere over here on the highlights about him eating shit, but he might. Well, let's hear the beginning. Take a seat if you have one. <laughs> Sarge, thank you for that introduction. You know, uh, it's important for two reasons. One, I have uh, been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 38 times. And uh, I don't think most people know, this audience may know, how many uh, women we have in combat. How many women are uh, not only doing their part, but doing jobs that most people didn't think women would do or could do. And the Sarge is an example of just that. You know. Uh, Black Hawk helicopter is, uh, anyway, I won't go into it all, but the point is that, uh, you know, Sarge, you, what happened to you has happened to thousands of people. Governor and I talked about that earlier, the governor and I, about what, what, what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, I can't even uh, stand it. I mean, this guy's just... You and your fellow veterans are the... Yeah, I guess I, I just was reading that. I guess he's in Utah giving this speech, yeah. uh, which is interesting. You know, if I'm Joe Biden, I wouldn't go to Utah because, uh, yeah, it's not like he's got any electoral success there or anything, you know? You'd figure that you go to where you got some supporters. Yeah, I wonder what the relevance of Utah is. Uh, there's a con congressional district there that's vulnerable, right? I, I guess there is that leaves. one that goes back there's and forth. There's two yeah. congressmen from Utah? Oh, there's more than two. Yeah, isn't it four? Yeah. Three or four, yeah. yeah. Do I not know how populated Utah is? I it's thought Utah, pretty populated. Yeah, no, it's got a decent Mormons amount of people. Well, I, I am once, aware of that. Utah. Utah. I once saw a young teenage couple get engaged in a gas station in Utah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very on brand for Utah. Uh, it, yeah, it was weird. It was gorgeous, and then as I was pulling out of the gas station, there was a biker, a biker gang of like fifty bikers that pulled in. 
Hmm. I, it didn't feel real. There's 3.3 million people in Utah. You guys knew this? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know there was that many people in Utah. I mean, it looks like they got four congressmen. I thought it was like less in Montana, and Montana doesn't even have a million. No, no. I think the Salt Lake I did City not know area that. is like the vulnerable district yeah, for Republicans, right. but it goes back and forth. Yeah, but but they got a few big cities in Utah, so... Yeah. Uh, Montana is 1.1 million people. I thought mm-hmm. Montana, like I knew it was more populated than Montana, like per per capita. Mm-hmm. I did not know it. And I've never been to Utah. Actually, it's one of the few states I haven't been to. I'm sure I'd love it. But they got the big Moab desert and everything. Mm-hmm. Like what do the Mormons live in high rises right above each other? Like mm-hmm. how on earth do they squeeze 3.3 million in that state? I did not know this. I mm-hmm. just learned. So they actually have... A vulnerable seat, you're saying, in Utah for Congress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that Burgess Owens? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. his seat. Now, maybe they redistricted it so it's less vulnerable. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. yeah, no, it's just one of those, that can, you know, it's going to be a close election. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that's my understanding of it, too. U.S. congressional districts in Utah. Yeah, there's the purple one, which I imagine right there in smack dab and Salt Lake City. It actually looks like it's just south of it. It's probably all the burbs. So that's burbs. Congressional District 4. And then you got two on the west and three on the east, which are just massive. Well, I definitely learned something today. Uh, Burgas is four. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, he's in a R plus 16 district right now. Yeah, all these oh. say they're All R. of them are strong R. So let, let's see what it was before... Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee, like, because ma- I think it was uh, remember Maya Love, Mia Love, yep. yeah, uh, that that black lady Mormon from Utah, she just barely she, uh, lost, huh? She just barely lost. Yeah, she barely lost, team. and yeah. you know she she's actually a rhino, but uh, yeah, no, it's she barely lost, and I think it was Burgess Owens who uh, ran against the Democrat who defeated Mia Love. Uh, not 100% sure on that, but I yeah, vaguely remember that. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, I totally forgot about the whole Mia Love thing, and she did lose that race. But that was probably mm-hmm. in, twenty, what, 2018, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Because, yeah, Trump was refusing to help her and endorse her. He said, Mia Love gave me no love, so I'll give her no love. She just <laughs> lost bigly. Too bad. <laughs> you know, he, he, was, he was happy to see her yep. out the door. Okay. Ben McAdams, the Democrat that beat yeah. Mia Love in 2018. Yep. We are not experts on Utah politics, by the way, but I'm, I'm impressed. Aren't you guys impressed, these political junkies? This was not planned at all. This just came up spontaneous. Well, I, I, these guys I worked know, in Utah they know for, this stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I worked on the campaign against Mitt Romney for U.S. Senate, uh, the Republican primary, Mike Kennedy, Dr. Mike Kennedy. And, you know, I, I knew that we had a tough time going after Mitt Romney, but uh, – you know, we were putting in the work, so yeah, I've done I've done a little bit of research and time in in Utah. You're That's, not helping the primary in the primary this time around for uh, Utah Senate. Well, maybe I'll help some way you somehow, but Trent yeah, Stags no, I don't know. Looks, uh, uh, it'd be interesting to see who ends up uh, who ends up being the guy that runs against Mitt because mm-hmm. yeah, it, it looks like Mitt's running again. It's unfortunate uh, that guy just needs to retire, go away. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, there needs to be one consolidated conservative to rally behind against Mitt Romney. And, uh, you know, now that Romney's been in there for six years and he's gotten a lot of the people of Utah angry with how he's been doing thin, uh, doing things. And so, yeah, no, I think uh, if there's ever a chance to take out Mitt Romney, this is the time. 
Right. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah, I want Orrin Hatch to run again. What? <laughs> I want Orrin Hatch to. I thought uh, he died. <laughs> yeah. No, he he's dead now. No, oh, he's okay. dead. But <laughs> I, you know, I, I want oh, him man. to run against Mitt Romney back in uh, 2018 because I thought if there's anyone who could beat Mitt Romney, it'd be Orrin Hatch. Yeah, but it's not like you improve. It's the same person. No, he Orrin Hatch is is a it's couple of notches. Of, no, he's, he's better than Romney, a hundred percent. In what regard? Come on. Well, I mean, like regard, when I mean, was Romney's it? like a Democrat, man. Yeah. Well, if you look at like you know the two thousand presidential election when Orrin Hatch was running, Orrin Hatch was arguably the best of the remaining candidates at that time. You know, when it was down to the final six, final seven. So. Uh, fake news. Total <laughs> Orrin Hatch fake is news. slightly better than Mitt Romney. I, I will stand by that. All right, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard to be. It's hard to be worse than Romney. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going. Oh yeah, the Fauci story. I'll, that's all we got time for. So let's do the Fauci story. Pull this up. Thirteen second mark. Did you already have the video queued, Dawson? I did, but I took it off for the other YouTube video. Let okay, we'll uh, just run it so we don't have the ads here. Yep. Um, this is uh. This is this is uh, Dr. Senator uh, Rand Paul on Fox News. I think this was this morning. It was released this morning. And this is um, talking about how they got Fauci basically on smoking gun lies. First of all, we're going to play when Fauci lied to Congress. Knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. You do not know what you are talking about. Really? Senator Rand Paul... No, keep playing it. ...filed the criminal referral and joins us now. Senator, you've been all over this. You've been aggressive. You've been determined. It seems we're at the threshold to the point where you called Matt Graves and said, I need you to look at this. Uh, what what turned the tables for you? What evidence do you have? Well, you know, I don't think there's ever been a clear case of perjury in the history of government testimony. And I don't say that lightly. He said adamantly that the government never funded this gain-of-function research. We now have the Government Accountability Office, the GAO, has admitted that the funding came from the NIH. We have the acting director, Tayback, of the NIH admitting it in writing that it came from the NIH. But now we have really the smoking gun, and that is Fauci in private saying the opposite of what he was saying in public. When he was publicly telling me that absolutely we did not fund gain-of-function research in China, he says privately, we are suspicious that the virus has been manipulated, and we are suspicious because we know they are doing gain-of-function research. He then goes on to describe the research, and it's exactly the research that the NIH funded. So he's caught dead to, right, he, dead to rights here, but we have an, an incredibly partisan Attorney General Garland who's refusing to act. So I've taken the extraordinary step of actually going to the local U.S. attorney in D.C. to see if he will act. Now, the problem is, is there are partisans littered throughout the yep. uh, legal system, and people are seeing this. You, you don't get prosecuted if you're a Democrat under this administration, no matter what you do. And one of the lines... Uh, All right, in let's the stop it there. And that... Not a truer statement's ever been made there, right? We don't seem to see Democrats getting prosecuted. Uh, Unless it was a judge that broke up the deal with Hunter Biden, he wasn't going to get really prosecuted, at least not actually serve time for what Mm -hmm. he did. And that that story just keeps unfolding, which is interesting. I just saw in this comment here, where was this? 
from that pinnator. That or Fauci. I didn't realize this. And I looked it up while this was playing. Go to F13. I didn't know that Fauci has this private detail. Now, wasn't it, wasn't it that Fauci was the highest paid government employee, right? Yeah, like 500K, something like Click, that. I've never seen this. Click this video. I'm very curious about this here. That's security 24-7. It started in the spring of 2020. You know, and they go with us everywhere we go. I never answer the door. I never answer the phone. We don't get any mail at the house. You feel like you have to be aware all the time that there's a possible danger. You didn't uh, smell the rose yesterday. Want to smell it? See if you can smell it. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> That's awkward. <sighs> got it? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Some of the messages. Oh, he's got a mask curious. on. Look at this guy. I mean, I get some on my own. You know, you're going to rot in hell and you should be hung. Uh, you know, things like that. What's this? I mean, it's very sad, actually. Sometimes it's scary, but mostly it's sad. Oh, I mean, there are two sad. things that are true. One is I know how hard he works. Look, at security's got a mascot. What he's doing, and I also this is get fucking to see nuts. Lots of positive feedback that he gets from people. Thanks, one of my heroes. Yeah, good to see you. Oh yeah, and that's care. the other problem. One of my heroes. You would God. think that some of the what is with this masked security was a detail? Thing? It doesn't feel positive. It feels exposed. You feel so exposed. I mean, that just doesn't feel, that doesn't feel good. That's not a positive way to go through life. Dead at 82. That's what it looks like. That, that last yeah. screenshot's like, that looks like someone just died. He is, he is surprisingly, like, there at 82. Yeah, you know what he, I mean? He does look younger and acts younger than he actually is. Right. I would yeah. assume, like, if I had no idea, I'd assume he's in his late 60s. Uh-huh. I was die? having a good day until I saw that shit. Yeah, no, that's really weird. And, you know, the whole stage smelling of the rose, you know, that, that was just like, you know, does this guy forget how to be human? You know, hmm. do, do they not know how to talk to each other anymore? Do they have to act like these robots? I thought he had and long COVID. I didn't think he could smell anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that Fauci that has long COVID? Or am I thinking Osterholm? Osterholm. The reason that that no, felt so strange was because they had a camera this up in his face while he was smelling yeah. the yeah, flower. Sure. Mm -hmm. So funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, of course, if you Google Fauci and long COVID, it's going to not just talk about if he had it. Yeah. If you Google Osterholm long COVID, you will get an article from the strip. Okay. About, I er definitely remember Osterholm. Um, I was thinking both. Oh, gotcha. <sighs> I mean, there's really no justice, you know. Um, of course, the left is like, well, Trump gets a security detail. But, mm -hmm. like, you don't get a security detail unless you're the president. Well, nobody elected Fauci to do anything. You know no, what I mean? No, and he's blown up two, two pandemic. What's the AIDS? Was it called an AIDS pandemic? AIDS crisis, I think. AIDS crisis. Yeah. He's he's uh blown up two crises. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, like, well, and Trump always goes after Biden for H one N one. You know, and Fauci was in charge then too, so I guess he can yeah. bear some blame as well. I'll tell you what, it just. I hope we can. 
change the tides in this country. You know, we talk about our CFB thing, which just pales in comparison to what's happened on the grander scale, right? Mm-hmm. Not that, not to like belittle what's going on. What these guys are doing is really bad, and they're going to do it to other people. Anyone that actually goes against the political establishment here in Minnesota, but like, you know. There's some really sinister things happening. You know, the interesting thing is I think it's pushing people back into religion. So I think people are starting to see some real clear lines between good and evil, right? Clearly these people are evil. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this beforehand. Like, no one's asking about Epstein anymore. Seems like it's rare. Mm-hmm. But no one believed Epstein was suicidal and that he killed himself. No one believed it. So in other words, I just saw a video of Bill Maher saying he thinks Epstein did kill himself. Did he? Okay. Yeah. No. It's, and also, apparently, Bill Maher went to the island. Bill Maher was on the was on Epstein's island before. No kidding. Because uh, uh, Riley Gaines, you know the uh, yeah. the swimmer who you know uh, lost to the transgender, yeah. uh, she was just on Bill Maher's podcast, and yeah, no, she asked him about it. She said, "I heard you were on Epstein's island. You think he killed himself?" And uh, yeah, she was putting the screws to him a little bit. Did she really? It, it was it was kind of. Cool. Can we get that clip? I want to see. Oh, this. I, I don't know if there is a clip of it, but I I'll, I'll do. So some he didn't deny it. No, he he no. Interesting. I'll okay. see if I can find something. Well, I mean, the point I was trying to make is Epstein doesn't kill himself, right? No one believes he killed himself. So not only did they get away with murder and no one investigated. it, there had to be so many people in on this thing, right? The guards who fell asleep and the security cameras that went off. Like, this didn't happen just by one person. This was a conspiracy. Many people were involved in it. They got away with that shit. They're getting away with a lot of stuff. Hunter Biden, they're getting away with a lot. It does seem very obvious that that Biden was selling, uh, selling his influence to foreign entities for money, right? They're getting away with so much shit these days. Mm-hmm. And Fauci's gonna get Fauci's gonna get away with something that killed six million people, mm-hmm. because everyone believes. Am I tiring you out because you didn't get another diet coke? That's unbelievable. He's yawning over there. Yeah, you just <laughs> bore me, Jay. <laughs> uh, it would take like a vaccine injury for Fauci to wake up. You know, he'd have to get one, or his wife would have to get one, or something for him to finally wake oh, up. Oh, even and... then, he wouldn't. Bl- I don't think he would turn his back on vaccines. Yeah, maybe not. He's, he's getting kickbacks from this stuff. Yeah, yeah. he'd never do that. Right. All right, let's go to some comments and let's sign off here. What do we got? Uh, I'm just I'm scrolling back. We got a lot of good comments this show. If I don't get to it, I'm sorry. Pick either Cheney Dick or Lynn worse than Romney, and that is saying something. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Cheney, I don't think you can get worse than Cheney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking. I would. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'd say Romney is slightly better than. Liz or Dick Cheney? Let's like, just say even. Let's call yeah, they're they're fair. close. Yeah, Because yeah. mm-hmm. what, what was it that Mitt Romney had just said that we were paying attention to that he supported censorship or something? Yeah, yeah. What was that? And he's been for he like turned against Trump real quick on the classified yeah. documents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been nothing but bad. Yep. A napkin Nader seventy nine said earlier that Jesse's been so quiet. I thought he was absent today. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what what's going on with you being so quiet today. <laughs> Subjects that you didn't want to get into. No, I I'm obviously getting into them. Well, I mean, <laughs> but no, on. I mean, I'm I'm just not going to say something if I don't have something to say. 
Well, that's a you good can only read the Perry Johnson campaign talking points. <laughs> yeah, right. There ain't much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I should bring in my. I got a Perry Johnson hat, so mm-hmm. I should. I should bring that in. The problem is that whenever Jesse speaks up, he always has a great point. So his bar is way higher than the rest of us. There you go. Like I just pipe in and say, "Oh, I watched teenagers get engaged," and <laughs> that's it. That's my peak today. Uh, you know, speaking of peaks, do we have a hot take today? I mean, I don't have any water to splash in myself, but any hot takes? My hot take is that we need to restock the fridge with energy drinks and diet sodas. Okay. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> you, you know, I'll, I'll give a hot take, too, for doing it. Uh, Trump uh, called out the Georgia prosecutor and said that she was sleeping with the head gang leader. Oh, I you know, forgot about that. <laughs> that's a hot yeah. take right there. That's, okay. What's that is that all wa- about? I don't what know. What is that about? No, I don't know. I, I tried to look into it. Most of the stories that I found online about it were all just defending the prosecutor Correct. saying, you know, oh, Trump is just making this stuff up. And one article said that Trump is mocking her sex life, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But <laughs> I, I think, you know, Trump wouldn't make an allegation like this if there wasn't some truth behind it, you know. So uh, what do you think the truth is, though? I think that she slept with the <laughs> the gang leader. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why Trump. I, I don't know truth. why Trump would uh, say this if not, you know, and oh. it's such a wild allegation he had to have. uh Guys, guys, we need to take a second and thank Brad Ganser. He sent $5 over for energy drinks. I don't even buy a drink. I mean, how <laughs> can he say plural drinks? That's it gets two. you uh, two at Speedway. Does That's, it? Is yeah, it's it, the two, two for five. Monsters? Mm-hmm. No, me, uh, ghost energy drinks. That's my drink of choice. That is? Yeah. Oh. It's one for me, one for William. Hey, there you go. I'll, I'll go pick some up after this. Okay. When I get the wine, too. I'll probably go pick up the wine right after we're yeah, done I, here. I tried, I tried the stuff that William drinks, and it's too much for me. Mm. I like it. I kind of just good. spat it back up. It was weird. Well, thank you, Brad Ganser, for that. No, yes, I want to get you. to the bottom of this here, and then we'll sign off. Uh, I am very curious about this thing. So you think she literally slept with a gang member that she was prosecuting? I would think so because, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know for sure. You know, it sounds like there's a lot of gang problems in Atlanta. And it sounds like, you know, when she was going in there, she was supposed to clean it up, and she may have, you know, gotten her hands dirty in this whole process. So, you know, I don't know. I I don't think Trump would make this kind of accusation if it wasn't true. You know, there's got to be something about it that's accurate. So I I can't wait for it. And, you know, just these people have no credibility. And, uh, you know, considering the fact that if this is true, this is going to remove all credibility and – you know, nobody's going to take this prosecutor seriously. So, you know, but Trump is ahead of these things. You know, Hunter Biden, he was, you know, calling out a lot of this stuff before people knew for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they were calling it Russian disinformation. So uh, when Trump says something like this, he's usually right. He's he's usually telling the truth. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for it to come out. No, all the mainstream publications are going to pounce on this. And yeah. be like, oh, it's fake news. And then like a month later, we're going to learn, oh, actually, this is true. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> K-Wall for Life uh, solved the dilemma. Um, he gave us 10 bucks for a few more energy drinks. Cheers. I'll cheers you with my empty uh, Thank Coke you, can. K-Wall and T-Wall. I'm sure T-Wall's watching. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing, though, is I feel like people are like, he needs more energy. That's why they're doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> low you're, energy you're, Williams. Low energy. <laughs> little, little Williams. <laughs> low energy. You guys little at home baby chime in. Is that why you want us to drink energy drinks? What'd you say? Is is that why the audience wants us to drink energy drinks? Because we're low energy? I think it's just my brand at this point. You know what I mean? Low energy? No, the, the energy <laughs> drinks. 
Uh, K-Wall says, sorry we've been swamped at work, so we lurk at best and catch the replay here on Rumble, of course. Oh, God, <laughs> Brad Ganser, I hate you guys. I hate that guy so much. One dollar. <laughs> one... <laughs> <laughs> One Diet Coke for little Jake. Little Jake, <laughs> all he needs is a dollar. He'll <laughs> Brad, little are you Diet coming Coke. on the show? Brad, <laughs> Brad, are you available on Tuesday? Come on the show, okay? You know. What if we swapped out all of the drinks here for diet or no-calorie drinks? I think we'll have 100% cancer. Uh, everyone. I think we'll only get 50% cancer. Yeah. I think... I think there's a there's something that you're getting from these things. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, they've right. done studies on aspartame. People are freaking out because the World Health Organization, which by the way we never listen to anyway, but the World Health Organization uh, made it a class four carcinogen, which is like the same as uh, what's it, what's another class four carcinogen? Uh, probably asbestos. No, that's a, like a class one carcinogen. Oh, like ca- class, class you four be, is you like be low in class. You want to be high in classes. Mm. I think, I don't know the or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. It's, this is like a couple weeks ago. I thought I was you were doing a carcinog- carcinologist. Carcinologist. <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah. Bad joke. <laughs> uh, this is not the teenager joke. Anyway, point point being, <laughs> um, sugar is not good for you either. Sugar also gives you cancer. Does it? Yes. Just stuff makes you fat. Well, I thought I've seen a study sugars. before that. Uh, well, I'm gonna shut up right now. This is bro science. Whatever. I'm not gonna. We're going to try to be truthful on the show and not bring up bro science, although we do that from occasion. But I thought I heard something like sh- diet drinks fool your body into thinking that you're getting calories so you actually have to then consume more food. I might be totally ma- – and I'm not making this up, but someone – I heard a sim- it somewhere. So a simpler way of explaining that, and I've heard this theory before, is that um, it's your, your body craves the sweetener. Mm-hmm. So you're – it just basically fuels your appetite. Sugar I, gives you diabetes, not cancer. There well, no, but like processed sugars, like you also give you cancer. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're all going to die. Oh, my God, I just some... noticed something. What? So your comment on the bottom, I think depending on how much you give, it stays up a lot longer. Yeah. Because you see the $1 <laughs> went away real quick. Jay catches on quick. I'm sorry. I'm trying to run a show here. I don't notice these little nuanced things, okay? <laughs> and by the way, the audience, see, it's a good thing we put this up there because they wouldn't have no idea what we're talking about because this goes away after the show. So right. I, I always felt bad for the people when we who are replaying the show because they'd have no idea what we're yeah. talking about when it comes to the Rumble comments. Even people on, uh, like, uh, the few people that watch on YouTube and Facebook, which, guys, make a Rumble account. It's more fun over here. They have no idea what we're talking about. Otherwise. YouTube has not suspended us a long time, so mm-hmm. we might put some more effort into YouTube. But I don't think you got to go. I don't think you go long YouTube just because we know what they've done, right? But Rumble is not turning out to be the thing that a lot of people thought it was going to be. And I, I think disagree. part of the reason, well, you can disagree all you want, but you're wrong. There's no opinions here. This is fact. <laughs> Let's just trash well, make, the make platform your, that yeah, we make, put all. Well, over. we're on three platforms. That's the, that's the beauty of. See, we're not beholden to. Fox News or, you know, one channel or 99.6, we actually could put a show up many different places, right? We just chose to put some money and some effort behind the Rumble. But we're still up on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. You can go on Facebook. You can go on Zuckerberg. And I think we'll get rid of the Facebook because I don't think we have much of an audience there. I could be wrong. I haven't looked at this in a while. All one people watching right now on Facebook are... (laughs) There you go. Great point. Um, 
X. When X comes in, maybe that's the place we go. Yes. Instead mm. of Facebook. And then also we have the audio podcast. I don't know if you guys knew that. So um, actually, I'd be curious if you guys have another idea of where we should uh, put up our show. We could only do three. Is only three streaming three, platforms. This this whole system that we've got can do three at a time. And yeah, Jake brought up quickly that we have a Spotify um, and a bunch of other podcast sites has our stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely listen to us there if you get a chance. Yes, yeah. those are fun. Those are easy. Okay, so real quick, um, Rodeo Fifty Five says it's more fun on Rumble. Agreed. K Wall for Life says Rumble has been solid for the three years I've used it. The Foxhole.app is a good platform too. I've never heard of this one. Well, here's here's why I'm cautious about Rumble. Okay, so as a producer on Rumble, okay, we work through some stuff. You know, Dawson and I have many conversations, but they've they've been free speech. That's good, right? We've never been taken down or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The monetization part's okay. Um, I think the Rumble rants are better than the super chats if i remember right the pay structure on that but um i think the problem that i have with rumble why don't you do this dawson pull up rumbles uh just go to the rumbles page just the normal page and it doesn't catch you and i don't think a lot of people are going to rumble generally speaking there you go this is a not signed in account too okay it's a not signed in account and then scroll down it's there's something about it it's not as interesting, and they definitely highlight the live shows. But look, once you go down, it's just all gaming. Now, maybe you like that, Dawson. Dawson, well, no, I get this too. So it's not just Dawson's computer. Not so. Rumble does push gaming really hard, and I think that it's because Rumble is trying really hard to be a streaming platform like Twitch instead of a video platform like YouTube. It's mm-hmm. hard to tell because nobody can touch YouTube when it comes to like the size and how solid their stuff is like their um their back end is but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean youtube's obviously more user friendly they got way more uh content you know things that have been around for decades you know 15 years or whatever more user friendly when it comes to live streams because you can't it's really dumb how they set up uh replaying live streams on youtube because like the average person can't find like if we did our video on youtube or we did our live stream on YouTube, you can't go back and find it because it's a separate tab and people always get confused about that. that I think it's really dumb how they have that set up. Thing. That's why I'm saying that Rumble is trying harder to be a streaming platform than a that video platform. Right. Mm-hmm. But here's the here's the issue that I think that makes YouTube still so, so much more superior. There's so much other content on YouTube. So I don't think, unless you're, and I'm not saying this to be mean to you, Jesse, but you are like literally a political junkie. You have like zero hobbies outside of politics, right? Wow. No, that's not true. I thought you had no other interests. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. He that's, likes reality one, TV too. Give me one other interest you have outside of politics. I got lots of interests. Give me one of them though. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. I love watching WWE. Oh, I love okay. watching I, UFC. I stand corrected. I, there's point. all kinds of things. That's I, right. And you don't and try. I don't try to put me in some stupid political box. I'm a, you I'm are a lot such more than, a political. I'm a lot more than just MAGA Jesse. I'll tell no, you. No, I didn't mean that. I mean literally. Look, you're wearing a Perry Johnson shirt. Uh huh. And I didn't mean this to be offensive to you, but you know, I talked to you, and you're watching like debates from the '90s. You're watching Chicago mayor debates. You are a political junk, and I mean that actually as a badge honor. So you rumble is great for you. Now, I totally forgot the WWE. That's a great point. And we talk about UFC. Okay, so fair point. Where do you go to watch those things, right? If you want to watch a clip, you're going to YouTube, right? So you get 
the great politics you want and the WWE and the USC stuff from Rome. That's the same thing for me. I'm at home. I'm watching Kill Tony some Mondays, you know, uh, great comedy live show. Tony Hinchcliffe has the other guests on. Oh, he has the Alex Jones. If you want some real entertainment, uh, Jesse, watch that. Um, I'm watching How to Build Cabins in the Middle of the Woods. <laughs> That's like all my feed. My kids and I like this show called Outdoor Boys. Um, this dad who's got three sons, just like me, they go out and do fun stuff. I'm watching I'm car repairs, right? Had a truck issue. So I'm getting all that stuff from one platform and politics. Jordan Peterson's latest thing comes up. A Joe Rogan clip. Mm-hmm. That's just not on Rumble right now. That's just not on Rumble. So that's my issue is that it seems like Rumble works really well if you just want to stay in the political lane. But think how much people you're missing out. Um, I am sorry about that, Jesse. I totally forgot about it. You do have some other interests. But Jesse's very high on the politics side. Most people just aren't like there, right? And you are too, William, to be honest with you. You're, you're, you guys consume way more politics than average person. Yeah, that's my so, main hobby, uh, politics. A hundred percent. So fun, the problem is we need to reach those audiences, the people that have other uh, uh, hobbies and other interests. And then it shows up on the feed when you go to the video, right? Mm-hmm. So like I could watch uh, Metallica's concert in Sweden or wherever they just were on their world tour. And then in the feed, it's going to suggest another Metallica song, another Metallica concert. And then it's going to show like uh, maybe a Tucker Carlson thing or something like that. Right. So it's feeding me a bunch of the interest that I have and rumble. I don't think it's going anywhere. Go back to rumble. Go, go to uh, type in UFC because UFC is they putting have a some deal money. With the UFC. They right. have a whole tab for the UFC. And just scroll down there. Let's see. Um, I mean, we're talking about low thousands in views. If you saw this on, on YouTube, we're talking about probably hundreds of thousands in those same videos, views. See, Jake, you're, you're telling where our main audience is right now, how Rumble sucks? No, I'm, I, well, we, that's on Rumble we have right to now. promote our live stuff on Rumble. And that's what yeah. Dawson's saying is that it's good. It's good that I was going to say something else. I don't want to say this live on air, but, uh, let us know Rumble, Rumble, needs to, Rumble needs to call us. We got some ideas and we got to talk to them. But um, yeah, you can see UFC is not bringing over a big audience. And I wonder if they're paying for those because generally speaking, I'm watching a lot of this stuff and they're not generating a big audience. And so, and maybe this is the future. Maybe you get things like this that captures the Jesse's of the world, the, meet, the Jake's of the world. And then we're fed the politics, right? And that was the big problem with YouTube is it's getting a bunch of other channels, a lot of their interest, but then they're censoring one side of the political aisle. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that's what I think. All right. Brad says Jesse has layers. That was unfair by me, wasn't it? Jesse, you're going to get the rare Jake apology on the show. You took, you took such offense to that. I was like trying to give you like a backhanded compliment, but yeah, it's I didn't not. take it that way. Backhanded no. compliment? And you guys spend the whole. Oh, you show don't have any interest but politics. <laughs> How's that for a compliment? Fuck you. Well, because <laughs> whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Fair point, but that's why we call you the political junkies, right? And when we just tested this live, like Utah, Utah comes up randomly, and the amount you guys knew, I was like, damn, I I used to be that way. I used to be much more interested in politics. I mean, obviously, I still am. I just am like, holy shit, these guys know so much. So anyhow, 
that's my long story on Rumble. I don't mean to shit on the platform at all, but uh, quite frankly, it just to me, <laughs> you can't. YouTube is still superior in that regard. However, obviously, we know they're a story, and they have silenced and censored good conservative voices. Jake won't shit on Rumble too much as a platform. I will, because Rumble sucks to use on my like. From what I have to do, oh my gosh. Don't upload videos to Rumble. Just watch them. Watch us. We haven't had that many glitches, though, in the last couple of months, right? Because I've not told you every single one that I run across. At this point, I just go, huh, and then keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. K-Wall says that people look up car repairs, rarely stumble into political videos. Yeah. I guess, but... Well, but I mean, when you go back, it's going to notice that you have an interest in F-150s, then your interest in, like, whatever the politics are. You know, it kind of segments it. And I just don't see that same thing on Rumble. Yeah, that's I think Rumble point. gives everyone the same homepage. Right. All right. Well, anyhow, that's all we got time for. We appreciate you guys tuning in every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Brad Ganser, better not have plans. You better come in here. <laughs> come on, you're a big talker. We'll have some energy drinks for you, apparently. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next Tuesday.